Good morning. Good morning, everyone. It's the beginning of a brand new day, and we have come together on this call to continue to celebrate and give adoration to our Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Yesterday at New Destiny Church was a day of celebration, not only celebrating being together once again, which was wonderful and awesome, but to celebrate the new life, new life that we have in Christ Jesus for what he endured leading up to the cross. Starting with uh, Palm Sunday, we were given the how and the why of what Jesus did for us. I want to say that never have I experienced nor have I had the revelation of Holy Week like I did, and the why of what we do, that we do as believers. It was just something that we did. We never thought how deep it was. And as I meditated, listening to sermons and worship music, I found myself deeply moved during Holy Week as never before. I pray that you had that similar experience. As my family gathered yesterday, we went around the table and shared what new life meant. It was interesting because there were three different churches represented and they all were speaking on new life. And so we went around that table asking what it meant during this past year to each one of us, since especially the pandemic occurred. It was amazing to hear from young to old what new life meant and how they were changed. God did some amazing things. Most of all, growth, depth, and thankfulness with the desire to know Christ even more. So let us continue to search out scripture, seek God in his fullness, and live a resurrected life so we can answer that question put to Martha. Do you believe me? Do you believe me? With a resounding Yes, we can say, amen and amen. Well, as I said, I greet all of you this morning, wherever you are, where you have called from. May the Lord's blessing and his presence be upon you this day. My name is Heather Dawson. I am facilitating the call this morning, and I have Minister John Smalls. On also, and he's going to be praying over the requests that have come in. So let me say good morning to Minister John. How are you this morning, Minister John? I am so, so well, and how are you? (laughs) I am good. Thank you so much. Good morning, good morning. I am excited for this morning. I'm excited. I'm just, you know, I have to say that. I am excited. And we have um, Bishop this morning, 
and he's going to bring the devotion for this morning to us. So good morning to you, Bishop, and to Pastor Adrian. How are you both this morning? Good morning, Elder. Pastor Adrian and I are doing excellent. Thank you so much for asking. Good morning to Minister Smalls and Sharon Smalls. God bless you all. It's so good to know that you're on the line with us this morning. We're going to have a great time this morning, so get yourselves ready. (laughs) Amen, amen. So, you know, let's just say a a prayer, and then we're going to let Bishop uh, come back on. So this morning, Father, we ask for even a deeper and a greater revelation of your word to come through Bishop this morning. May we hunger for more so that we might live a resurrected life every single day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So, Bishop, it is yours. Thank you so much, Elder. Uh, Good morning also to everyone that is on the line this morning. Uh, Good morning to, of course, our church family, New Destiny. Good morning to the universal body of Christ that is on the line this morning. I understand that it is a lot of people that come on to our prayer call from around the world and also maybe out um, around this country and also maybe out of the country. So thank you for being on the line this morning. Uh, It's always a privilege and an honor to be with you. Also, we thank God for every pastor that is on the line, excuse me, this morning. So, It was so good, as Elder said, to see you all yesterday. So good to see your faces, whether you were there in person or you saw our face, you were online. It's always good to see family. And, you know, things just ran very smoothly yesterday. And so, as Mother said, we go all the way back to Palm Sunday and look how... I would say the Lord laid out the messages because those were things that the Lord began to speak into my heart before Palm Sunday. I think I I spoke with Elder, I spoke with several people, and I told them every message, the title of every message that we would be dealing with from Palm Sunday all the way to Resurrection. And Really, it's the life of our Lord and Savior, excuse me, the life of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is so vitally important that we understand what he had to go through so that we could live a resurrected life. And the scripture also says the newness of life, the newness of life, and that's what Lazarus began to live was the newness of life, which I built uh, the story around. And I built it around that particular narrative because in the text, Jesus tells Martha when they're in dialogue concerning her brother, he says to her that I am the resurrection in life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live, which is a so powerful, um, major key to living the resurrected life. So 
Of course, Jesus told them when 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 the news came to them <clears throat> that he was that Lazarus had fallen ill. Jesus told them that this sickness is is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. So, in other words, regardless of what happened, regardless of what it seems like, that the the situation is going to turn around unto God's glory. And so the key here to living a resurrected life, and this is something that we have to all understand that's on this line this morning, it starts with believing. It starts with believing. Everything starts with believing because that's the word that that, that, is, that is actually, it's threaded through the entire book. But this particular narrative, Jesus threads the word belief through this entire narrative. So he tells Martha and Mary over and over and over about believing. So it starts with belief. Nothing will happen in your life unless you believe. And that's the key. That's the power of belief. Nothing will happen in your life unless you believe. Matter of fact, Matthew's Gospel, the 19th chapter, uh, 26th verse, it, it says, uh, with God all things are possible. But I like to say it this way, with God all things are possible unto them that believe. Unto them that believe. Belief gives you unbelievable power that yields um, amazing results. Unbelievable power that yields amazing results. Belief, the power of belief. Jesus said belief can move mountains when you have faith in God. It's just simply believing in God. And then he says, if there's any mountain in your life, let it be removed and be cast into the sea. And if you shall not doubt in your heart, but believe the things that you say. Believe those things which you say shall come to pass. You shall have whatsoever you say. Now, that's powerful. But it notice it starts with belief. And it goes from belief in dealing with Lazarus. That's what I'm dealing with this morning. It goes from belief um, to dying. Goes from belief to dying. So, so listen to my statement. This, I didn't say any of this yesterday. This is all this morning stuff. This is for you all. People want to live. I understand that. I believe everybody wants to live, but no one wants to die. And it's impossible for us to live a resurrected life without being willing to die to self. See, we have to die to self and begin to focus on God's purpose for our life. You can only focus on God's purpose for your life is when you die to self. And that's key. So it starts with believing, then from believing to dying, then from dying, that's all a part of repentance. We move to restoration. Lazarus was dead. We know that. But Jesus says something that that that, that I, I find very interesting and uh when he's he, he's dealing with he's dealing with 
his sus I mean, dealing with Lazarus' sister, that he says he was glad that he was not there. But this is the 11th verse, John 11, 14 and 15, as I shared with you yesterday. He says, I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you might believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. That point, they go to Lazarus. Jesus calls him forth, and he's resurrected from the dead. Lazarus comes out of the cave with these grave clothes on. The scripture says he was bound from head to toe. And Jesus said, loose him. And what bound him had to loose him and let him go. Now what we see is we see a man who was alive, died, and is now resurrected. Here's what we got. Here's everyone on this line. I want you to write this down. I want you to please remember this. Lazarus is a preview of the new you. He's a preview of the new you. After you die to this world, we come alive unto God and we begin to live a entirely new life. Let me tell you something. Lazarus lived a a brand new life after the resurrection. Now, when you go out there, if you're anything like me, I try to find information as much as I can before I talk about a subject. So I went and Googled, uh, and that's all you got to do is just go to Google. I went and Googled uh, Lazarus life after the resurrection and see what I can find. And I couldn't find a whole bunch of stuff that that's solid. So I just kind of stayed away from it. But one of the things that I did discover, and this is in Scripture, that when Lazarus was resurrected, the people who witnessed the resurrection, some of them went back to the Pharisees, and they went back to the high priests of that day, and they told them what they saw. And from that moment, they sought out to kill Jesus and Lazarus. It wasn't just Jesus. They they wanted to kill Jesus, and they wanted to kill Lazarus, and they caught Jesus because we understand that that's the plan of God. He was the lamb that was caught and slain for our behalf. But Lazarus gets away. He gets away. And the point that I'm making is that once he's resurrected, now he's on the run because the people are seeking to kill him like the enemy (laughs) wants us out of the way. And we got to understand that. But the key is now we go from believing to dying, to resurrection, to now being restored. And that's the key. We have to live, I believe, as the people of God who represent the church in a different way. We have to believe in a different way. I said this yesterday. 
that we have to move beyond reaching for yesterday and start reaching for tomorrow. And that's one of the things the pandemic has done to people. It's causing people to long for what we once had instead of reaching for something I believe that is much better once we navigate ourselves through it. This COVID thing has exposed a lot of things and a lot of people. Actually, I believe it's just exposing what's in people's hearts anyway. That's it. That's just the bottom line. And, you know, everybody's got an excuse concerning COVID. You know, COVID's giving people excuses. You know, it's just crazy. But we have to live differently and aggressively and bold, let me use this word, boldly as believers. The world, the enemy, and those who he has snared and he's using to influence the world, to blind the minds of the world, are getting becoming very bold. And I'm not going to go into that. Some of y'all kind of probably know what I'm saying because there's some crazy stuff coming out that's of impacting and affecting our kids, our children. It's after that generation. And it, it has a lot to do with music, music videos, all that kind of stuff. You know, uh, it, in, and this is past the Elvis stuff. But probably back in Elder's, Elder Heather's days, it was Elvis. You know, they was probably saying Elvis was the devil and all that kind of stuff. You know, and, and but let me tell you something. This stuff is a whole... Uh, a lot worse than you getting up there with some blue suede shoes on. You know, this stuff is crazy. And it, it, it's it's after people really living. So what am I saying? I'm saying that as the righteous, those of us who have made a decision to live a resurrected life, not just on Easter, Resurrection Sunday, but every single day, we have to become bold. The spirit, let me tell you something. Uh, boldness is a spirit. Because the Bible says in the book of Acts, this is Peter and John, they're living a resurrected life. In other words, they, they're strong witnesses for the gospel, strong witnesses for Christ. I believe that's what you become. The scripture said when they saw the boldness in Peter and John and perceived that they were ignorant and unlearned men, they marveled and took knowledge of them and can tell they had been with Christ Jesus. People should be able to tell you've been around Jesus. Let me ask you a question this morning. Do you personally, do you personally, your life, your lifestyle, your conversation, your attitude, I'll say it again, your life, your lifestyle, your conversation, your attitude. Does it look like and sound like the word? People saw the boldness of Peter and John. They marveled and took knowledge of them and could tell they had been around Christ Jesus. Father, today, we say good morning to you. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your sacrifice. 
Good morning, Holy Spirit, who seals us to make sure we're successful in this life and we reach life eternal. I pray for every person that is on this line that, Lord God, there's a tangible anointing that your word this morning will affect our inner man. Every single day, we will live a resurrected life, a life that is submitted, committed unto you to discover your purpose for placing us in the earth realm, putting us in the center of our assignment. For that, we give you thanks, and we give you praise. Amen. Amen. I love it. I I pray each and every one of you on the line um, can feel and you can sense uh, what the Word is saying to us through Bishop this morning as he brought forth some more from the Word. And the one thing that I liked that he said, well, I liked it all, but this one thing was Lazarus is a preview of the new you. The new you. Glory to God. That was wonderful. Thank you, Bishop. I'm going to go to Minister John at this time. I'm going to ask him to come and share uh, the prayer request, and we're going to join in with him in agreement, uh, believing that the the uh, prayers that are uttered will bring about praise reports. Mr. John. Thank you, Elder. We have one prayer request this morning, and this request is from a Renee Sweet, a Renee Sweet. And Renee says that her son, um, Raisin Sexton, who is 37 years old, he was in a coma for two weeks and that no one knew anything about it until the hospital called and alerted them of his condition. She said, by the grace of God, he's out of the coma, but his kidney has failed and now he's on dialysis. He's been in the hospital now for one month and two days. And she said that he, his spirit is good and she needs uh, New Destiny's family to keep him in prayer to give him strength to get up and walk back to normal. And, and what impressed me is that she said, I just need my New Destiny family to keep him in prayer. She called us family. And so when I heard that, what I immediately thought of was Proverbs seventeen seventeen, but it says that a dear friend will love you no matter what and family stick together through all kinds of trouble. And that piggybacking off a of bishop about belief. Thank you, Renee, for your faith and believing that by coming to your family, New Destiny family, that the word is going to be spoken and your son will manifest healing in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we thank you for this opportunity right now to pray for reason. We pray for his kidney. Because you said in your word, when you said to your disciples, you called them together and gave them power and authority over all the demons and to heal sickness and diseases. 
You can go out and heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, cast out the demons. So, Father, you've given us that authority, and I speak boldly now. I speak boldly now to his kidney. Kidney, you revive. Kidney, you revive and manifest healing in the name of Jesus. Now, we celebrate. We celebrate celebrate the manifestation. We celebrate the healing. We celebrate it now because we believe that we receive when we pray. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 The Word of God says that Jesus himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. So it is with boldness and confidence. All of us, we stand on the authority of the Word of God, and we declare all symptoms and situations over this man has to align with God and his purposes for this man's life. And out of this, out of this situation, is going to come a miracle. It's going to come a praise report. So, yes, we are family, and we stand together Praise God. Thank you, Minister John, for praying this morning. Bishop, we're going to come back to you for uh, any further thoughts that you want to share with us uh, this morning. Well, thank you so much, Elder Heather, and thank you so much, Minister Smalls, for uh, the powerful prayer for the young man. And as Elder said, we set ourselves in agreement uh, with you and with this family for total healing. Let's declare this this morning, that according to Luke, excuse me, John eleven fourteen, that the sickness that this young man is going through is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. We declare it this morning total restoration of his kidneys and Jesus. You see, the situation that you're going through, does it give glory to God? And for all of us that's on this line today, we're going to claim this for ourselves. No matter what you're going through, this morning, according to John 11 and 4, say it with me, the situation that I'm going through, it's going to give glory to God so that the Son of God may be glorified through it because I believe. Because I believe. That's the key. And according to Acts 4, verse 13, because some may be wondering, where's that scripture I quoted about Peter and John? That's over in Acts chapter 4 and the 13th verse. When they saw the boldness of Peter and John, perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and took knowledge of them and could tell they had been with Christ Jesus. That's the key. That we, 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 we look like him, we sound like him, we speak like him, 
praise God, we think like him. And see, that's the power of believing because it begins to drive you. Belief, what you believe drives what you do. And what you do determines what you achieve. And so we have to let the word of God drive what we do. All right? Our belief has to be strong. Has to be strong. We have to be bold today. And so I speak that over your life. We're not going to just shuffle about. No, we're going to stand upright and be bold, especially because of Friday. I don't know if you heard that word, but you can go back on YouTube and replay it on Good Friday, understanding that the curses are broken and our bloodline is beginning to be cleaned up and the accuser of the brethren that go before God day and night has nothing on us. I declare it in Jesus' name. And so have a great day. It's going to be a great week. Pastor Adrian and I, we love you. Y'all got me fired up again this morning. And uh, so <laughs> I'm going to turn it over to hell. All right. Well, we'll let you keep going. I mean, you know, you've primed us. Now we're, you know, we're on fire this morning. Praise God. Um I love when you said, can people tell that you've been with Jesus? You know, you should have a fragrance about you, a fragrance of sweetness, a sweet-smelling fragrance that you have been with Jesus, and others can see that on you. The minute that they come around you, they know that you are different, that you've got something, something that the world cannot give. So praise the Lord. We thank you, Bishop, for this morning, for the word. We just thank the Lord for uh, the last, you know, week that we have uh, just had such great revelation and that I pray that each and every one of you will not stop at this point, but that you will continue on and that you will go deeper um, in the scriptures, that you will you will hunger to spend that special time with the Lord and allow him to speak to you. Praise God. What a great way to start this week. It's been wonderful. So let's close out with a word of prayer, giving thanks to our Father. We thank you, Father, for this morning, that as we've gathered on this call, that we are starting our day with you. And as we go about our day, Father, I declare the blood of Jesus, the blood protects us from all danger, from any harm that may try to come nigh unto us. We are raised up with Christ and we're seated in heavenly places. We are strengthened with all might according to his glorious power. See, Father, we want to press on toward the goal to which uh, to win that prize to which God in Christ Jesus is calling us. He's calling us up. Uh, come up. Come up where I am. No weapon, no weapon formed against us can prosper. The blood of Jesus is upon us. The blood of Jesus is around us. The blood protects. 
See, the enemy is under our feet. If we come up and be seated in heavenly places, the enemy is under our feet. Father, your word says that we are the head and we are not the tail, that we are above only and we're not beneath and that we are greatly loved by God our Father, greatly loved. Your love is all-consuming. Your love is, is peace, it's comfort. Your love is everything. We want to know what love is, then we need to know the Father. So thank you, Lord. Thank you for this morning. Amen, amen, and amen. I want to please uh, ask you to take note of this and let others know that the prayer call beginning this week and going forward the call will be Monday through Thursday. There will be no Friday morning prayer call. So if you come on Friday morning, it will just be you and the Lord. Amen. Please let others know that there will be no Friday morning prayer calls going forward. Just Monday through Thursday. Thank you. Kathy? Open the line, huh? Open the line. Can I say something? Yes, yes. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, everyone, let's thank uh, the Lord for our prayer ministry and pray for them for their faithfulness, commitment, and their consistency. They've been running strong for over a year because they were doing this before the pandemic, but we kind of switched it up, and during the pandemic, we figured we wanted to touch you every day uh, to make sure, you know, you were having, getting the word of God, you were safe and being built up. And so we used the prayer call as one of the platforms and one of the tools to connect our community and keep us strong throughout the pandemic. Now, we know the pandemic is not over, but they've done a wonderful job. And trust me, it takes a lot to put this prayer call together. It's not... Uh, you know, just, you know, simple as it, it seems because we pack a whole lot into 30 minutes. That's what a lot of the pastors who come on that are my guests, they say the thing is amazing because you pack so much into 30 minutes and we have an orderly prayer call. It's not crazy. One pastor told me, he said the prayer call was so, he was on a prayer call was so crazy, he said he was like he was in a real church service. He said he just couldn't do it. And I don't think that's what this is for. This is about reaching out, touching people, meeting the needs of people, and praying for people. You know, the devotion always encourages us because, you know, we need the word to live by. It strengthens us in every single area of our life. So as they rest a day, they're, they're taking a day of rest. You know, most of us, we try to get at least a couple of days of rest to build ourselves up for the next week, and they need a day of rest. So, as I said, let's um, be mindful of them. Let's pray for them. Ask God to continue to bless them for their faithfulness, their commitment, and also their consistency. I ask that the Lord will do it. The Bible says God's not willing to forget the labor of love whereby we minister. 
that he will repay you for all that you do. And so we ask God to bless Elder Heather, her team, and all, every person that is on this team, every person that has come on this line to be a guest, to do devotions, to uh, pray for the people, those who work behind the scene, who you never actually hear their voice, but they're pushing buttons, making sure everything is done decently. In order, Sister Kathy, we ask that God bless the works of your hands, and God bless your household as well. Pastor Adrian and I, we thank you so much. We were talking about this yesterday. Those of you who have been faithful throughout the pandemic, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We couldn't do what we do without you. So give yourselves a round of applause, and I am serious about that. Now, we're on the road to Pentecost. That's where we are right now, starting today. We're on the road to Pentecost. These are all major events in our Christian faith. We're on the road to Pentecost, in which now Jesus spends time with his disciples. He's resurrected, and he's preparing them so he can ascend to the Father, sprinkle his blood on what David called the mercy seat, and take his seat of supreme authority in heaven and earth and beneath the earth. He's seated at the right hand of God, making intercession for us. He's the chief intercessor. That is his new position. And so those who call to intercession, you know what? It may not be flashy and all those different types of things, but, man, you're, you're in an elite group, an elite group that Jesus heads up. So you're on the dream team. And so I'm excited about the road to Pentecost. I'm excited about what God is doing in our churches. Excited. I am just excited. You probably can hear it in my voice. I'm excited for the days of head. So these next four days are going to be major, major. So let's prepare our hearts for it. Elder, I'm done. Thank you all so much. Bishop, thank you for that. Um, I know for myself and for the team that does work and has been so diligent that that was very encouraging um, to hear you honor us in such a way as this because we do have a very faithful team, whether they're the intercessors or the ones behind the scene, as you said, pushing buttons. It does take a lot to coordinate all of this, but, you know, we do it as unto the Lord, for the glory of the Lord, that others might see Jesus in his beauty. So thank you. That was a real blessing to hear that this morning, and we receive it. I know I speak for all of us that are participators um, in putting the call together. So thank you. It is received with much joy. So Kathy, our dear Kathy, push the button, honey. Open the line up and let us come together for a time of worship. God bless everyone. <laughs> 